Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen to medical program here in South Florida. And we will get on with the show very shortly. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here. We're Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with co-host Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, bringing you part two of the truth about vaccines. Dr. Jerry last week did a great job of summarizing uh, the first part of uh, the uh, series, and he will be here today uh, to bring you part two. I want to not uh, be remiss. I want to thank everyone for listening and for making us the number one. Uh, listen to radio health show here on the internet in Southwest Florida. Thank you so much for that. Uh, before I get uh, going, before before I forget, I have to read you something, and that is this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for, for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I'm sure Dr. Jerry will have more to say about that today because part of what we want to talk about is informed consent and how it is important that you know what you're injecting into your body. So before I give you my opening comments, and uh, I, I know Dr. Terry and I have discussed uh, this issue, and it's given us both migraine-type headaches. It, it's just an incredible issue. Uh, but we want to bring you this information. And I know we've lost some listeners. You, you, you've written to me. You say, well, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. The CDC says you're, you're wrong. The FDA says you're wrong. Uh, but I just posted on the Facebook uh, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, 130 studies linking vaccines uh, uh, to neurological and autoimmune issues. So you can go there, you can see the science, and we'll have more to say about that later. Good afternoon, Dr. Jerry. How are you, sir? You well, don't you know, conf- I'm going to be better when we get back to our regular show uh, where we can have some fun. But this is serious, serious business oh, yeah. talking about. Well, the thing is that the people that are upset about it, they're getting confused with the facts. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, you you try never to let facts get in the way of uh, your discussion, and uh, you bring the discussion down to personal attacks rather than discussing the science. I I understand that completely. It's just that. And it's like asking, I'm doing great. Have you asked the fox how many chickens are in the coop? <laughs> well, we could send a fox in there to count them, couldn't we? Absolutely. I don't think that's the way you do things anymore. Yeah, I mean, well, you, the big 
problem is that these agencies are corrupt. And, uh, you know, it, I just, um, you know, was talking to a detail guy, and he was telling me about this uh, natural medical doctor from the Allentown area. They basically took his license away. So they couldn't – he was curing cancer patients, you know, and, and he had a you know, good success rate. So they couldn't nail him on the medical thing, so they, they nailed him on tax evasion, some bogus tax evasion thing. <laughs> But they have unlimited resources and unlimited tax dollars to go after anybody they want, and that's the scary part about it. Yeah. And uh, even uh, you know, with the lobbyists, and we both know how many uh, pharmaceutical lobbyists there are. There are uh, more more pharmaceutical that. lobbyists than actual Congress people. Exactly. And remember, I don't know if you saw that video of uh, where they were. Uh, Debating on the vaccine law in, in California, the lobbyists were right in the congressional chamber talking to the uh, congressman as he was getting ready to vote. I mean, they were they were handing out the probably uh, vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for cash in Switzerland. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you know, I know you've done a great job. We're going to get on to. Uh, Okay. Uh, talking about part two today, but I, I found something, Jerry. I think I didn't talk to you about it because I just found it. A study published the end of February in a journal called Frontiers in Psychiatry. Uh, have you heard that reported on mainstream news or any place? Of course not. Uh, well, you know, it goes back to anyone who dares question a vaccine or, or anything. That, if you say they're anything but 100% fake. What do you label? The crackpot, right? Well, right. Here's, here's, who, here's what I'd like to say. I want to see them try to say that about Dr. James Lechman, L-E-C-K-M-A-N, professor of pediatric at Yale, specializes in psychiatric disorders in kids, or Dr. Douglas Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, who is a professor of public health science at Penn State University of all places. These, these experts along with three other research, analyzed a huge amount of private health insurance data covering five years for kids aged 6 to 15. Guess what? They discovered something disturbing. There was a link between vaccination for flu, hepatitis A and B, and meningitis, and guess what? Brain disorders with developing within a year of the shots. That was all over the news, wasn't it? It's all suppressed. For example, kids who got a flu shot within the time frame were more likely to be suffering from obsessive compulsive disorders, anxiety, eating, and tick disorders. Other significant links were found between OCD, obsessive compulsive disorders, and chronic tick disorder, and the shots for hepatitis A and meningitis. The research is a peak, ladies and gentlemen, into how susceptible individuals as the researchers refer to these kids, can be tipped over the edge by giving vaccines. The team did, you know, they did become politically correct and did make a point that avoiding uh, getting into the autism debate by saying, you know, be careful, check with your doctor and so forth. But, yeah, what what is it, 60-some vaccines given in, in early childhood? Uh, anyway, this is, a, this is a, uh, an article just published Frontiers in Psychiatry, a professor of pediatric psychiatry from Yale University and a professor of public health at Penn State University. And I'm sure none of you have heard it. I had a big to find this thing. So, 
Dr. Jerry, you, you left off last week, uh, uh, part one of, of uh, talking about vaccines. It's this 28 to $30 billion a year market uh, with hardly any reported adverse side effects. We know that our children are not uh, healthier than they were years ago. And as I said last week, there's probably going to be the first generation of children that don't outlive their parents. Autoimmune diseases are on the rise. There's 88 different diagnoses in the, uh, in, 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 for autoimmune diseases. Diabetes is on the rise. Uh, children not paying attention in school, not being 100%, losing IQ. Uh, there's got to be a reason. So I'm going to turn it over to you. You did such a great job on part one. Uh, I'm going to turn the show over to you now, Jerry. You mean they're going to start shooting poison arrows at me now? Yeah, you're, you're, as long as they have a quiver, they're going to shoot arrows at you. I know. But the bottom line is, uh, those of you that are out there, get a chance to order Ty Brolinger's seven-part series on the truth about vaccinations. It'll curl up your hair or straighten it out, whatever the case may be. But in the, I think it was the last segment, the series seven, um, they mentioned a researcher by the name of Judy Mikovits, M-I-K-O-V-I-T-S, Ph.D., 23 years, researcher at National Institute for Health. So you're not talking about some second-rate, you know, a, a backroom uh, facility here. And she wrote a book called Plague. And what's fascinating Back in early 2000, I think it was, around 2009 maybe, she and their other researchers discovered that they were preparing the vaccines. They were growing them on chicken embryos. And unbeknownst to the researchers, the viruses from the chickens were being transferred into all the vaccines in the form of retroviruses, which are pretty darn um, toxic. And I think, you know, you had mentioned about diabetes and, you know, dementia or cancers. Well, I personally believe that this is one of the underlying factors that are increasing the scourge on our population because the doctors weren't even aware that they were being transferred. This poor woman blew the whistle. She wrote this wonderful book. She had all the documentation. You know, we're talking about the chronic fatigue prostate cancer, lymphoma, and uh, neurodevelopmental disorders in children. So what did they do? Like any good country would do. They threw her in jail. No warrant. No charge. Never charged her. Never charged her. Just threw her in jail. And because they got to get her off the street as quickly as possible because God forbid. So what she said was the so-called CDC – The FDA, they knew all about the retroviruses being transferred in 1990. So all these people that are upset because the CIA, FBI, you know, CDC, FDA, they're all a bunch of prostitutes. They've suppressed this information from 1990. They knew about it. They allowed the people to get slaughtered with these, you know, contaminated vaccines. And so anyway, you can go look her up. Judy Mikovits, PhD, on YouTube. She discusses what she found 
It's, I mean, it's black and white, concrete evidence, objective, not maybe if. So the problem is that everyone has gotten vaccines probably from, you know, the 1990s on or, or contaminated with these retroviruses. They weren't filtering and them out. Ret- and these retroviruses, as, uh, as Jerry said, they have this reverse transcriptase in them. And it, it's incredible what these viruses can do. They write RNA, change it into DNA, and then they change it into human DNA. So it's with you forever, and it's with, it's with your children and grandchildren. Right. And they knew it, and the date was 1994. Right. That's how long they've known it. Yeah, they so, didn't want to send shockwaves because it would have upset their – had a golden calf there. Golden Goose that was, uh, you know, pumping all kinds of money into their pockets. So that well, that's my little spin on that. Uh, so I strongly recommend anyone um, is interested in arming themselves with ammunition so you can more intelligently talk to your uh, healthcare practitioner because these guys are, are brainwashed. They're fed all this innocuous, um, I call it... Uh, you know, fluff, basically, to give you the illusion that these things are tried and true and safe. And, and I'll have some remarks about what Merck is doing uh, and, and the FDA at the end of the show, but Dr. Jerry's correct. They, uh, yeah, so here, so basically, to... yeah, they, they paid out over $3 billion uh, by the federal government to children and adults that were injured. Now, the interesting thing is the $3 billion is not from the pharmaceutical industry. It's from taxpayers' money. <laughs> so not only yeah, are they protected, they don't even have to pay the bill on the damages. Well, you know, you know what's even more ironic that every vaccine has that cost built into it to fund the damages caused by the vaccine. Yeah, in the video series, the Ty Brolinger, they brought out the vaccine costs 28 cents to make, but because of the litigation and everything, it's 300 hours for the shot. I mean, that's a hell of a markup. <laughs> well, they got to fund the, the vaccine court, and they they have lost some cases. Well, not only that, they got to pay for all the uh, the lobbyists. You think they come cheap? <laughs> yeah, incredible. So anyway, so one of the you know areas that it's really important, you know, as a young parent or even as an adult when you go in, you know, you got to start asking yourself questions. You know, are you sick or is your kid sick? Because if you have a fever and your immune system's weak, you know, the last thing you want to do is is pump a toxin into your body because it's going to send you off the deep end. Um, you know, have you or your child had any reactions to vaccines? You know, prior history. Again, you know, uh, my my friend down in Naples, uh, uh, he's a dentist. He's got two, uh, he has identical twins, you know, boys, and they went through the three DPT shots, and they were fine. But after they got their MMR, they both went off off the cliff, I mean, bouncing off the walls. So what happens a lot of times is the body, you know, can deal with the toxicity up to a point, but then, you know, you add one toxic uh component in there, especially, you know, uh, Wakefield, Andrew Wakefield said that the MMR, if you give it individually, doesn't create intestinal inflammation or autism. But when you combine them, there's a strong association. 
And uh, of course, they you know went after his jugular and character assassinated the poor guy. And then he was vindicated later on. But it's you know, the old story. They'll tear you apart, but then six weeks later there'll be a retraction in in the third page of some obscure section of the newspaper that no one's going to see it. Uh, but at 28. Um, researchers that replicated his documentation that the MMR is so darn dangerous, causing autism and uh, inflammatory bowel disease. <clears throat> so you got to ask the right questions. You ask the right questions, you, you're going to get good answers. So that you have a family history or personal history of vaccine reactions, neurological disorders, uh, severe allergies, or immune system problems. Because, again, this is an assault on your immune system. And if you're weak from the get-go, this is going to tear you down even faster. So do I know the disease or vaccine risks? Now, how many people go into the doctor and, and have the doctor explain to them what the valid risks are? I mean, the bottom line is you got three minutes of his time on a good day. You know, you think you're blessed by the Pope if he gave you three minutes. So there's no way in the world he's going to sit there and go over the, the vaccine insert with you. And you know, don't rush into it. Get the vaccine insert, take it home, and review it. I mean, that's you know, hey, buyer beware. Um, do you have the full information about the the side effects? I mean, you know, they're going to tell you, oh, it helps prevent disease. It uh, gives your body immunity. But the, when you look at the truth of it, it's not conferring uh, long term uh, prevention or you know, antibody buildup. Um, and the other thing is you got to start keeping written records, uh, including the manufacturer's name, the lot number for these vaccines, because if you do have to get a, a reaction, you want to be able to report it accurately and that they can track it down. And again, the informed consent. The problem is, uh, you know, the information that's being disseminated, unfortunately, is not truthful. And uh, so how can you make an informed consent with false uh, information on this information? So you're going to have to do your homework. There's, a, you know, the great book, uh, Shot in the Dark. Uh, you know, Coulter and Fisher uh, wrote that book. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, another one, 100 Years Assault on the Immune System uh, by Vera Schreibner. I mean, she, she and her husband, they documented black and white within 24 hours after the pertussis severe respiratory distress they monitored the babies for like a week before the vaccine and for three weeks after and you know the so-called sudden infant death syndrome and all you know this stuff is all adverse reactions these poisons and and the scary thing is it's upsetting the neurology of the brain i mean you have neurotoxins in there aluminum mercury formaldehyde uh, plus these retroviruses now that uh, have been brought out by uh, Dr. Uh, Mikevitz. So, you know, you're getting stuff you never bargained for, and uh, they're not bonuses. They're they're toxic waste. Um, my advice to you is go to the National Vaccine Information Center. It's nvic.org, nvic.org. They're neutral in the sense that they're objective. They present the information. They're not telling you, which way to go with the vaccines, you read the information, you get the truth, you find out what your state laws are for your, you know, conscientious objector or uh, philosophical, you know, objection or medical or religious, whatever. But they give you all the information about each state and what they offer. Um, you know, 
How many American parents are aware that their child uh, can die or become brain damaged after a serious reaction to a DPT shot? So how many parents have been told to watch their child carefully after a DPT shot for evidence of these serious reactions? So discover the ingredients in the vaccines that your doctor is recommending. I mean, they're affecting the DNA. The bovine blood that they use to grow the vaccines are contaminated with retroviruses. The chemical list, you know, it looks like a, a, a who's who of a toxic waste dump. Um, there's a good site. It's called vaccine-tic.org that will give you good information to educate yourself. On the National Vaccine Information Center site, they literally give you the infectious diseases and the vaccines, and you can click on each of the vaccines, and it gives you the poop. So, for example, uh, smallpox vaccine. It says, using the medical alerts search engine as of September 30th, 2015, there have been 824 serious adverse events reported to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System in connection with smallpox containing vaccines since 1990. Over 80% of those were serious smallpox vaccine-related adverse events occurring in adults between 17 and 44 years of age. Of these smallpox vaccine-related adverse events reports to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, 16 were deaths, with over half of the deaths occurring in adults between 17 and 44. So this is the information that they're presenting. So you read it, and if you say that yeah, you're willing to gamble, God bless you. Go for it. But at least you're going in with a full understanding that death is one of the side effects. And as they say in the Old Testament, death is forever. Um, Vaccine ingredients. um, Oh, they have a wonderful calculator. It's called Vaccine Ingredient Calculator. I never knew this existed, and I was playing around with it. So how many parents know that a child who suffers from any one of these serious reactions could never again receive pertussis. Pertussis is, is the nasty one on the, on the block. But you can literally take the vaccine ingredient calculator, put in the vaccine, put in the, the age, the weight, and it comes up with some interesting information. So you quickly apprise yourself of the dangers of, of the, each of the vaccines. Have you seen the calculator uh, at all? Yeah, I, I took a look at it. Uh, when I saw your notes. Yeah. It's frightening. It is. So all the information's out there. The unfortunate thing is, look, you went through it, I went through it. When you're a young parent, you're you're scraping to make ends meet, to, you know, boost your career, do whatever you got to do, send the kids to school. You know, you come home at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do is start investigating. But this situation is so dangerous and so far-reaching. I mean, it's not like, you know, you... You buy a, a, a defective screwdriver, it breaks, so you go replace it. You damage that poor little kid. I mean, you've got a problem for the rest of your life. Plus, you know, you, you've you've robbed uh, the quality of life from that human being, and, and that's what breaks my heart. Um, so, it's, you know, you got to really do your homework because the doctors are not going to give you the answers. They don't have the time nor the inclination, nor do they have the database of uh, knowledge. So one Dr. big thing, Jerry, why you know, is it, Yeah. It, it, you know, people, it's sad to say, spend more time doing research to buy a car or buy an appliance or buy a golf club 
than they do when somebody wants to inject their body with a toxic poison. Well, of course. That reminds me of the uh, the used car salesman. You know, guy he sold a guy a car, and two weeks later he drives up to the lot and he sees a guy talking to another customer there. And he says, he rolls down his window. He says, "Pardon me, are you the guy that sold me this car?" And he says, "I think so." He says, "Could you please tell me all the good things about it again?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the the key is you got to educate yourself. You got to get the and and it's all out there, people. And it's not like these people are, are talking through. Uh, you know, uh, marijuana smoke, um, there's documentation and it's plentiful supply. It's just it's being hidden uh, by design. But the key that I wanted to really drive home, because the DPT is, um, you know, been around for a long time, uh, was one of the basic ones, but the pertussis component is so dangerous. And the pertussis microorganism is one of the most complex, unstable, and generally tricky bacteria known. It's extremely poisonous and with a broad range of effects on the human body. Children have been left with medication-resistant convulsions, mental retardation, and physical handicaps. It says approximately half of the babies less than one year old who get pertussis need treatment in the hospital. Japan implemented the United States technology and began producing and using a safer vaccine in 1981. And the only difference is they don't want to spend the extra money to filter out the cellular parts that are causing the damage. You remember we spoke about last week where that attorney would put a half a cent, he'd cut a a penny in half and put it on the banister in front of the the jury. And, And eventually the expert said, the difference between a healthy vaccine and a dangerous one was a half a cent. So that's one of the key components is that the quality vaccines are available, but they don't want to spend the money. So, and ladies and gentlemen, some of these vaccines, you can shed back uh, virus particles for up to 37 days after, after they're uh, injected, especially the live ones like the uh, that, that you're given. You, you said vaccine. You said uh, uh, viruses and the pertussis vaccine. I'm sure Jerry's going to go into it. Uh, your you, you, your body develops a, a mutant of that germ and it stays in your throat and you're coughing it all over. But you're vaccinated. Well, plus the you, fact you, that you they uh, transmutate and mutate and they become more virulent, and then you become a carrier. So you can literally, like you said, coughing, sneezing, spread these darn um, mutated viruses, which are probably worse than the original one that you got. Exactly. So the bottom line is um, these these, uh, manufacturers basically treat a vaccine as just another commercial product and they failed to adequately monitor the adverse reactions. You know, it wasn't until 1991 that they set up that uh, reporting board. So anything, any statements made before that is totally erroneous, has no basis of fact. <clears throat> so here's a thought-provoking story of how our state governments, whose constitutions are founded on individual rights, have passed laws requiring every American child to be injected with a vaccine of unknown toxicity and safety, before attending school, thereby abolishing a parent's right to choose freely whether or not their child should be vaccinated. So you have so-called democracy, republic, and they totally circumvented your constitutional rights by making this a demand. So 
you got to start pushing back, people. Um, this is a serious situation. I know my, my secretary wanted to enroll her child in a parochial school, and they're giving her a bag about, um, you know, the, the demand to get her vaccinated. And she consulted um, a, a fellow who knows the, fact, the state vaccine rights and everything, and he basically told her, he said, what they're doing is illegal. They have no legal right even as a parochial school, to demand that your child be vaccinated. So there are sources out there to get legal support. And he said, basically, you don't want to go in there with a stack of documentation because, you know, they don't have the knowledge to decipher what the heck you're showing them. But you got to go in on the, on the constitutional right issue. And, so, and either Allison... Allison Fulmer, the, the uh, lawyer that, is, that represents a lot of vaccine uh, injured clients, she calls it assault and battery. If you yeah. are forced to give your child a vaccine that you, you know without consent, that's, she says that's assault and battery, plain and simple. Yep. So the vaccine study here's a peer-reviewed study shows vaccinated children have a 700 percent higher chance of neurodevelopmental disorder, 700% higher. I mean, my God, it's just, it's hard enough raising a normal child, let alone giving them a, a, a neurological deficit. Um, again, these toxic substances found in the vaccines may also play a key role in development of brain damage. We, we've we been hammering this home, the aluminum, the thimerosal, the formaldehyde, the polysorbital 80, um, it just goes on and on and on. And and then the other problem, uh, Ron, is that you don't know what the interaction is when you have multiple toxic substances put together, like the MMR individually, no problems, no autism, no inflammatory bowel problems. But as soon as you combine all three, it wreaks chaos in the body. Um, Our bodies are used to handling one disease at a time, and now you're getting three diseases, and nobody... Uh, I'd say the average pediatrician has not calculated the amount of mercury and toxins that he's given that child in that vaccine. And if he, if he calculated it, I think Dr. Thomas did on the uh, series, it was 250 times the EPA allowed mercury in an MMR vaccine, 250 times more. And the flu vaccine is even worse. And ladies well, and gentlemen, you know, yeah. We, the other crazy our, thing: our, our children are not the healthiest in the world. We rank 25th out of 30. So, think about it. Well, the other scary thing is they've actually found glyphosate, which is Roundup. Mm-hmm. It's a main component of Monsanto's, you know, pesticide. Like I said, Roundup can also be found in vaccines. And I think that Jeff Bradstreet was uh, publishing an article when he uh, uh, died mysteriously. Uh, but uh, this is one of the key components. So screening the results from uh, micro-in-tech in laboratories in St. Louis, Missouri, revealed that certain influenza, uh, DTaP, and MMR vaccines contain hazardous pesticides. So glyphosate was associated with the onset of autism and certain forms of cancer, such as multiple myeloma and leukemia. So the problem is, you know, at a young age, you're getting this injected into your body, Plus, you're getting exposed to the genetically modified corn, which has the glyphosate. And, you know, the aluminum from 
the chemtrails that they're spraying, plus the aluminum and underarm deodorant, plus if you're cooking with aluminum pots or you have, you know, good tomato sauce with aluminum foil wrapped around it and you'll find the holes in it in 24 hours from dissolving the aluminum into the food. So the key is, you know, at a young age, you're coming off with a heavy burden. It's just a matter of time before they develop cancer or, or you know, brain issues and uh, not functioning at a high level of performance. I think there's a good time, uh, Dr. Jerry, just to uh, talk about the blood-brain barrier and the gut barrier. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, the blood-brain barrier is there for a reason. It's to protect your brain from toxic material. It doesn't develop until you're 18 months old. And you have a, a, that same barrier in your gut. Uh, the reason we bring this up is because the polysorbate 80 and the glyphosate, they wrap up the aluminum. They wrap up the iron. They wrap up the mercury. And they, you know what? They get a free passage right to your brain. Now, do you wonder why there's so many neuroendocrine problems? you would know why so many children under the age of five have seizures? Do you wonder why we have so many allergies? Some of the early vaccines that the children get are packed in peanut oil. How many children do you know that are allergic to peanuts? Could it possibly? Now, causation, does, uh, association doesn't prove causation. But if you have a vaccine that has peanut oil and you're giving it to a one-month-old child, well, you think you'd want to study that and see see if that uh, can contribute to all the allergies these young kids are, are experiencing today that we didn't see when I was young. And I didn't see it in my practice when I was practicing from the mid-60s on. So uh, we could go on and on about different vaccines. They all are toxic. They, uh, the hepatitis vaccine has four days of testing. They are not held to the same standards as drugs are. They can uh, be rushed to the market with very little testing. And a very disturbing study, uh, by, it was called the DiStefano study of November 7, 2001. And the CDC throughout this study, and it, it basically was the study uh, injecting MMR into African-American children. Thomas was told to, to get rid of the, uh, the the data, but he kept it on electronic records. They treated, they gave it to over 100,000 African-American males, and they developed autism if it was given to them before the age of three. The CDC knew this. They knew it increased autism in African-American males because they have a biochemical abnormality. They poison these kids. Okay, before 36 months. We never saw that study. It came out from a whistleblower. So I, I don't know uh, to, how to reinforce more uh, more than to say that what Dr. Jerry said. Please educate yourself. Please use the Internet. And please be aware of the Healthy People 2020 agenda. Has anybody heard of that? It's a national adult immunization schedule, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why they went to, a, in my opinion, electronic medical records so they can keep track of your immunizations. And, and this might be a reason for them to reject your travel, reject the driver's license, uh, tell you where you can and can't go. 
Yeah. You won't even be able to go to a football a football game or a baseball game if you didn't have your yeah, vaccine. Public places, exactly. You're exactly right. And there's 140 vaccines in the pipeline. Now, the Healthy 2020, its aim is to have 90% of the population vaccinated, thereby taking away your right to refuse vaccination. And you know what? It's big funder is the Gates Foundation. He has put in $6.8 billion to vaccinate the world and eliminate choice and your choice, your choice to refuse. He's trying to eliminate that. So it's like Dr. Jerry said, we're losing some fundamental rights as to what goes into our bodies. Assault and battery, ladies and gentlemen. Please be aware of it. Please, please, please be on top of this. It's also child abuse. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the other well, crazy thing, uh, I don't know if you've come across it, uh, several vaccines currently available in the United States were being developed uh, from the African green monkey kidney cells. And, uh, yes. yeah, the, the uh, rotavirus vaccines, the polio vaccine, and the smallpox vaccines, um, and Japanese encephalitis vaccines are all developed from the the African green monkey kidney cells. And, uh, you know, it's... It's not what they're transferring into the humans. I mean, look at the uh, the polio. We got the simian forty uh, retrovirus, which causes cancer later on in life. Yeah, and it stays with you forever. It stays it stays in your DNA. Well, you know, not only that, but uh, you know, from my clinical experience, I'm finding like the tetanus vaccine uh, is being trapped in the left lobe of the thyroid. Well, you know, ninety nine point nine nine percent of physicians they'll never, you know figure this out but the, when it's trapped in there it's causing under functioning of your thyroid and you can give all the thyroid medication you want until you clean out that trapped vaccine and and if your thyroid's low every cell in your body the metabolism is reduced so you're impacting your immune system just by one little portion of a vaccine trapped in there yeah and i bet you know there's very few physicians know how to even they don't even think about it, let alone test for it. Right. You know, Jerry, Jerry you, you mentioned that rotavirus, uh, and that was that's contaminated with porcine viruses, mm-hmm. pig viruses, ladies and gentlemen. They're DNA. The people, it did work. The, vi- the vaccine does work against rotaviruses, but the viruses are so smart. Now, you know, you hear these cruise ships coming in with noroviruses. Now, that's replaced the rotavirus, and they haven't come out with a vaccine for that yet, but they will. No, you don't hear about rotavirus now. Now you hear about norovirus bringing in cruise ships and so forth. Well, that's the result of, very, of the rotavirus vaccine, and uh, Judy Mikovits is, it talks about that also. And yeah, guess what? Uh, guess know, what else he talks about? This leukemia-related virus is found in almost all prostate cancer patients in vaccines. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So um, one of the interesting things I came across, that the Infrarex vaccine, they gave a, a brief history. That's your DPT. It has a three-in-one shot, diphtheria, tetanus, acellular, pertussis. Uh, the acellular, I think, is a whole lot safer than the cellular, of course. And they give it to children under age seven. So it says here, estimated efficacy. The mechanism of protection from the pertussis disease is not well understood. 
the serologic correlation of protection of pertussis has not been established. So it's right there on the fact sheet and with the vaccine. But if you start reading this and the, and the darn thing's telling you that it's not effective, you know, how can you go along with it? I mean, just you don't have to be a rocket scientist. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just just take this information. Uh, I don't think Dr. Jerry nor myself are saying don't get vaccinated. But uh, have a smart schedule. Uh, maybe look into Dr. De- uh, Thomas's uh, uh, routine of having safe vaccinations. Not so many vaccines at one time. Uh, that might be something for for your 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 your, your grandchildren to look into. Uh, Dr. Paul Thomas. Okay, he doesn't he doesn't give MMR after three months to any of his any of his uh, practice, and he has electronic medical records, and he, his his children are healthier than. Uh, the vaccine, uh, you know, the ones that get it earlier, and he even has a group of, of children that have not been vaccinated, and he says they're the healthiest in his practice. Yeah, I know there was that, a, that, I know there was a pediatrician who had a, a large practice outside of Chicago, like twenty thousand uh, young children, and what they found, the ones that were breastfed and no vaccines were the healthiest out of all all the. Uh, the patients, you know, they kept a whole database of, uh, you know, their background. And it's just simple. Get back to basics. The immunity you're getting from the mother's milk, from the colostrum, is what's keeping that baby's immune system nice and strong until it develops. But to assault it, you know, two days after you're born with hepatitis B and then with the DPT shots, is it just doesn't make sense. I think in Japan they were pushing off vaccines until, what, age two or three? To age three. Age three, sure, because they know that when you give it a, after the age of three, the incidence of adverse you know, reactions was dramatically reduced. So, ladies and gentlemen, that, 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 you can see why Dr. Jerry and I have gone crazy with all this information we've accumulated. I have uh, you know, 20 pages of uh, single line space notes uh, from this uh, series, along with other you know, information that it directs you to. It 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 it's it's uh, it's does speak well for my profession that, that we really have not critically thought about this and and just took uh, advice from the CDC and FDA and and remember what Dr. Jerry said the CDC is a business especially the immune and epidemiology epidemiology section they they buy billions of dollars worth of vaccines a year and they own over fifty patents on vaccines. So they really have a vested interest in this whole vaccination problem, uh, the whole vaccine uh, uh, problem. So, uh, yeah, did you know that? Or have you heard that? Did they report that on NBC News? Of course not. But we do here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Jerry? Yes. Uh, I had some questions people asked about, and uh, let me just get this thing. Can you detoxify? Uh, these heavy metals that are in vaccines once once you, once they're in your children. Absolutely, um, we see you know some of these hyperactive kids and uh, some with the autistic uh, characteristics. And um, what I do is first try pinpoint where the thimerosal is. And usually with these hyperactive children, we're finding the uh, thimerosal on the left side of the brain. And you could literally use clay packs 
and it seems kind of like maybe off the wall, but clay has a negative charge to electrical charge. And the heavy metals like the marisol, mercury, or aluminum have a positive charge. So when you get these special uh, quality, high-quality clays and you mix them with uh, a detox like um, cilantro liquid or um, uh, some of the other greens, and you make a paste that looks like QT icing, and you smear it over the side of the of the skull, and you let it sit for 15, 20 minutes, and it literally pulls the heavy metals right out of the brain. So that's one way of doing it. Another way, of course, is glutathione or a an amino acid product that we use is called Platinum Plus, and that helps the chelator pull out the heavy metals from the brain and, and the other tissues. So, yes, it is possible. Yeah, we had a question about infrared saunas and chlorella. Yeah, chlorella is very good. Infrared sauna. Now, the key with the infrared sauna is you don't want to walk into one that's already been heated up. You go into a cold one and you slowly, slowly ramp up the temperature. It's much more effective. When you walk into a hot sauna, it actually blocks the exiting uh, of the uh, of the toxic materials. So that's really important. Chlorella is very good to pull toxins out of the gut. There's also homeopathic nosodes, which are literally homeopathic remedies made from the toxic vaccine or the disease process. So when we determine what component is stuck in the in the gland or brain or wherever, we have a company out in Milwaukee that makes us custom homeopathic remedies, and we test to see what what potency that patient needs, and you go on like a, a two-week uh, regimen where you take it, and if you get an adverse reaction, you got to stop it, let the body rest for two weeks, and then you start up the process. Now, there was an interesting book called Autism Beyond Despair by Tennis Smith. You can get it on Amazon, I believe. It's a very easy read, but he reversed well over 300 severely autistic children by using homeopathic remedies of the vaccines to pull them out of the body or neutralize them. So, um, the, you know, the antidotes are out there. It's unfortunately most physicians don't have an inkling about homeopathics. So you're not going to get a straight answer from these, uh, this group. And I would just add one thing to the sauna. Uh, if you're, once you start sweating, I, my advice is to towel off that sweat. Don't give it a chance to be reabsorbed. You agree with Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. All right, so maybe we can give our listeners uh, some uh, uh, information on different doctors. Maybe they could look up. Uh, and I think she's not a doctor, but she's an advocate, uh, Barbara Lowe Fisher. Yeah, she's the head of the uh, National Vaccine Information Center, uh, an incredible organization. They have uh, tons of documentation, I mean, from scientific literature uh, and I believe a lot of testimonies from uh, parents who have damaged children. So, you know, you're getting it firsthand, not uh, second secondhand. And, and, you know, just listen to what they have to tell you and make your informed consent. Well, how about Neil Z as in Zebra Miller and his, his books? Uh, I would recommend uh, you look into him. He's a he's a researcher. Uh, he's done a lot of research, and, and his books are based on uh, bibliographies and science. Dr. Susan Humphreys, 
practicing physician, a pediatrician, H U M P H R I E S. You can look up her work. Okay. And uh, the one that Dr. Uh, Smith told you about during the show and at the beginning of the show, Dr. Judy Nikovitz. Okay. Uh, her book, The Plague and Science for Sale. Good reading uh, because you can help yourself or your children or your grandchildren. As I said, our country is not healthier than it was before. We have more autoimmune diseases, more cancer. We have uh, a cancer industry. Uh, We have an industry in psychiatry with all the ADH and ADHD and uh, seizures and inattention and loss of the ability to critically think about problems. So that's why Dr. Jerry convinced me to bring this show to, to you on vaccinations. But it's very critical. We're getting a lot of people saying, well, it's crazy that you're talking about vaccinations at CDC. And everybody recommends them. My pediatrician recommends them. But have they really been uh, faced with critical uh, comments and, and asked us to look into these vaccines? Have, have you gone with your, your grandchildren, have your children gone with their children and asked for the vaccine insert, package insert that comes with that? I doubt whether they, you know, I never did it when you know, nobody ever asked me while I was in practice. And to be honest, I never really looked at it all that much. I only did pediatrics for a couple of years in the mid-60s, but, uh, you know, physicians don't do that. And remember, there have been some big people come out. Dr. You know, Dr. William Thompson, he was a good researcher at CDC. All right? He, he's a whistleblower. Okay, he's still waiting for his testimony to be taken by Congress. Uh, you know, he he was the one that uh, was told to burn all his research associating MMR vaccine with autism. He hasn't been subpoenaed yet. I've mentioned two other people, Stephen Crawling and Joan Walchowski. They're two former Merck biologists who filed a suit against Merck the manufacturer of the vaccine. Their suit claims that Merck defrauded the U.S. government by selling the vaccine under a federal contract when Merck knew the mumps component of the vaccine was far less effective than advertised. Okay, that, that, that's waiting for to go forward, although on September 5th, Judge Jones, the Federal District Court of Eastern District of Pennsylvania, gave the green light for the suit to move forward, so there must be something there. Uh, and then I want to talk, tell you about, in 2004, according to a report I've seen, Dr. Thompson wrote a letter to Director Julie, this was a CDC director at the time, Gerberding. He warned her that he was about to present troubling and sensitive data about the MMR vaccine at an upcoming conference on vaccines and autism. Thompson had a clear meaning. He found a connection between MMR and autism. Well, the CDC director never answered this letter, and his presentation at that conference was canceled. Now, Gerberding left the CDC in 2009. Guess where her new home is? President of Merck Vaccines, the manufacturer of the MMR. So I guess I'm telling you this because you just really can't trust them. What else you got? This, this, this is really, it's really tiring because it's, it, 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 
I, I can draining. go on and on. Dr. Brown, yeah. Dr. Brownstein, he, he, he has a report out about Italian researchers who studied the safety of the vaccine and all the stuff that's found in them. And I know why all these foreign material is in there, because uh, a vaccine has shown its effectiveness by producing the antibodies. Well, they put aluminum and all this junk in there to make your body react. It's not the vaccine. It's the junk causing the antibodies. But, you know, they're getting away with it. Well, you know, by putting all these toxins and multiple vaccines together, um, you're getting some really severe adverse reactions. You know, just to give you a little laundry list here, anaphylactic shock, you could die from an anaphylactic shock where your throat swells up and you can't breathe, and that comes on sometimes pretty darn quickly. Um, aseptic meningitis, you know, these vaccines are getting to the blood-brain barrier or to the lymphatic system up into the brain, and the brain swells, and the kid's screaming its head off for days because its brain is being pressed against the hard, uh, you know, casing of the of the cranium. Uh, Bell's palsy, facial paralysis, you know, uh, isolated cranial nerve palsy. When you get viruses that get into the nerves, you know, you get se- severe dysfunction of the nerve. I mean, you know, shingles, uh, that virus gets in the nerve, it's burning pain. It's... Uh, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Uh, blood disorders such as thrombocytopenic purpura, it's a disease that destroys your platelets. Um, brachial neuritis for your arm, you can get uh, neuritis inflammation of the nerves. Cerebrovascular accidents, which are strokes. You know, chronic rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, you know, I had a patient at 34 years of uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and it was an infection in the joints. Um, convulsions, seizures, febrile seizures, death, encephalopathy, you know, brain swelling. Uh, you know, when your child gets vaccinated and the kid starts to scream, there's a reason for it. It doesn't, it's not because uh, he's not just feeling well. Hearing loss, because it can affect the uh, the nerves, uh, you know, the auditory nerve, the eighth cranial nerve, the Guillain-Barre uh, syndrome, where you get severe muscle weakness. I know one of my patients was saying that his father-in-law went in to get a flu shot, and the poor guy couldn't walk out because of the, the marisol attacked his nerves, like, immediately. Um, we can Jerry, then, uh, yeah. My, my, my son, has, is, is, as you know, is a uh, functional practicing chiropractor. His neighbor went in for a well physical, who happens to be an attorney, and he's in great shape. He runs, he lifts weights and so forth. And he says, oh, I have to give you a, a diphtheria tetanus shot. And now he's paralyzed in a wheelchair with William Beret. That fast. Yeah, well, the only thing you can suggest is uh, homeopathic nosodes for the uh, diphtheria and the tetanus. That that may help reverse it if it didn't, yeah. you know, do I mean, too it, much it damage. This has happened two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I would, my, you know, my, share my that information. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame these people are well-meaning, you know, and and their life, their life quality of life is snatched away in a in a blink. So, um, well, you had, anyway, the symptoms more, are real. There's a lot of other side effects, right? Oh yeah, myocarditis, inflammation of your heart, multiple sclerosis, um, immune system disorders, nervous system disorders, neurological. You know, including autism, which we've mentioned, paralysis, uh, including transverse uh, myelitis with the muscles, peripheral neuropathy, you know, the uh, hands and the feet get the numb, you know, uh, pneumonia and lower respiratory infections. You know, my poor neighbor, about four years ago, he got a a, um, pneumonia shot, and that's 
put him on a, a slippery slope, and it wound up that the, he had chronic infections in his lung. They couldn't get rid of it with the antibiotics, with the IV, whatever. Then they put him on the list for a lung transplant. He had the lung transplant. He was in the hospital, excuse me, for over a year. And uh, finally, the guy died with a miserable death. He was, like, tortured for, like, probably two years. Crazy. Um, you know, rashes, eczema. You know, I think the MMR is, is uh, notorious for causing eczema. And also, I found a lot of type 1 diabetes. In other words, you get a young child, six, seven, eight years old, they get a MMR shot, and within 24 hours, they got type 1 diabetes. And then, of course, yeah, no family history. Right, exactly. And um, it's interesting. I, I believe that these toxic materials are, you know, getting filtered through the pancreas and affecting the insulin receptors. So either it's destroying the receptors so that the insulin can't be absorbed into the cells or it's contaminating the insulin molecule or affecting the insulin molecule so it's not being recognized. Um, so who the heck knows what the, the actual cause is, but it's it's really messing up these little kids, you know. My my yeah, good friend is... Yeah, it's an association, and, and people are just forgetting about it. There, there's right. no credible studies looking for the causation. Uh, you know, well, is, is the vaccine causing that autoimmune disease that's destroying your body's own insulin? Let's, let's well, the bottom, the yeah, the bottom line is they, they look at autoimmune as basically coming out of the heavens and attacking the body. Yep. They don't have a clue it's about these... It could be right in front of their eyes, you know. Well, it is in front of the eyes. You know, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, he always said the best way to hide anything is to put it in plain view. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um, yeah, I I think we've done it. Yeah, it's pathetic. You know what I mean? They dumb down the people and, you know, or they, they, you know, show you the – the poor crippled children and you know mainly pertussis was you know running rampant because of the poor sanitary conditions uh you know multiple families families living in small quarters uh you know polluted water poor quality food you know so that's where these things went rampant but once they cleaned up the sanitation the refrigeration the lack of spoilage of foods you know these things disappeared and then all of a sudden the vaccines came on on the site. It came at the end of the disease process. Exactly. And in fact, the CDC's own records show that, that most of the disease processes were on their way out when the so-called cure came along. So anyway, I think, no, I was just going to say, I I think uh, the, the physicians who practice today are just terrified to see unvaccinated children prevailing and being healthy. I think they're terrified of that because, uh, you know, they've been brought up in a, in a system that has been controlled by the big pharmaceutical companies, and that's all they know. So it's going to well, be a while that we have their, to yeah. educate them. Well, Dr. Ron, they'll take their license away if they advocate no vaccines to their patients. Yeah, and they may take our rights away if, if this. uh Healthy People 2020 uh, really takes hold, and, and our congressmen vote for it. And you know, and if you're not up to date on vaccines, uh, you know, like you said, you can't go to a football game. You maybe uh, refuse travel. Maybe you want to be out in the grocery store. 
It's really, well, it's really frightening, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I can't believe an hour, an hour slipped by. I really did. I mean, it, uh, it's really great, Jerry. I, I, as I said, I sort of resisted this topic for a long time, but I'm, I'm glad we, we uh, undertook it. Uh, and I think maybe, uh, as we talked about yesterday, uh, maybe we better get back to uh, – We'll keep. We'll, we'll always talk about vaccines, ladies and gentlemen. Bring up the data and what's happening, but you, you you have to take some of this into your own hands and and, and uh, go to Ty Bollinger, the uh, truth about vaccines, DTA. Go to my uh, Facebook page. You'll you'll see the uh, listing of 130 studies. Uh, invest a hundred and some bucks into his series to help him uh, produce further uh, documentaries. Um, but we have to continue to, to live, and I think we have to talk to you about how to live healthy and and, and practically. Uh, uh, Jerry and I were talking about things we, you know, we should do every day that maybe we're just not doing. We, we get a little lazy. So and simple things. Couple shows. Yeah. What's that, Jerry? Simple right? things. Nothing complicated. Exactly. Take the path of least resistance and do it, but I think that's what we, we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, you can still send your comments at docronradio, D-O-C-R-O-N, radio at gmail.com. And if you want to unsubscribe to, to our blast mail list, like some of our listeners did, that's fine. Uh, but I do ask you to have an open mind about uh, controversial subjects because there's always two sides of the story. Remember that when someone says the science is settled, they don't know what they're talking about because science is never settled. Uh, you're always looking for ways to prove or, and disprove a, a hypothesis. That's what science is all about. And uh, that's, that's really all I have to say. I mean, it, it is frustrating at times, but uh, we're going to do the best we can here on, on Block Talk Radio. Well, i got to leave you with a, a wonderful quote by Peter Latham. He said, truth in all its kind is most difficult to win, and truth in medicine is the most difficult of all. And, and it, it is true. It is true. And and as we said at the beginning of this series, Martin Luther King said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that really matter. So this really matters. We're not silent about it. Uh, we, you know, we haven't been thrown off the air yet, but, you know, it, 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 we did get some chatter on this on this series. So and that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. It's Dr. Ron here, Dr. Jerry. Uh, hope you learned something, and uh, we'll be back next week at 4 o'clock. Jerry, thank you so much. You're welcome. Take Ladies care and, and enjoy the night. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Take care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.